Focus on one thing and give that thing at least three months, if not six or 12 months before you make a decision of whether or not it's working. And let's be clear, I said whether or not it's working because it doesn't, it's not a matter of if it works or it doesn't work. It's if it's working for you mm-hmm. as a person where you are in this stage of your life. And that is where people, I think, get lost the most. Oh, absolutely. Right? Hey, welcome back to the Bent on Better podcast. I'm your host, Matt April, and I'm the owner of Bent on Better, and I've been in fitness for, well, my entire life as an athlete. But more importantly, we're starting this new season off, and I'm really excited because we have my better half. She's here with me. So uh, can you, Lynn, uh, please introduce yourself so that everyone can get a vibe for who you are and where you're coming from so we can then dive into the podcast for today. Yeah. So Matt called himself an owner, but uh, he meant to say co-owner. <laughs> so it said founder. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Founder. Founder. And co-owner. And CEO. <laughs> CEO. I'm just a co-owner. So yeah, I'm Lynn April. So I'm Matt's wife. Uh, I am our pre and postnatal fitness coach here at Bent on Better. Um, mom of two boys, Joey and Johnny, who are almost four and almost six, no, four and six, whatever, four and six. <laughs> um, what else did you ask me? That's great. So okay. let's, let's just give everybody like the really quick short of like you and your background. So we get an idea of, of who you are and what brings, how you have become more of the authority that you are now in our world of strength training and fitness, what we do here at Bent on Better. Okay. So I'm a lifelong athlete. I've been an athlete since like middle school. I played field hockey all through college. And then after I was done playing field hockey, I found a love of fitness. I've done everything from spin class to, uh, like some of the less mills classes, boot camps, that kind of stuff. And I fell in love with weightlifting. Um, I found my passion for pre and postnatal fitness, um, about two years ago. And so I really focus on the, the, the pre and postnatal people of our, of our community, but I also love coaching our regular adults and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's beautiful. I mean, that's a, that's kind of what I want to talk about today. And I think today's topic is a really good one. So people can relate to where you're coming from and what role you play in our community in terms of the coach. And so with, with that, I think today we're going to, we're going to be talking about prenatal and postnatal fitness. So let's just be clear. This isn't just for moms and for women. This isn't just for moms and people. This is for everyone who has a pelvic floor. And this yeah. is for, because every, every human being has a pelvic floor. It just, we focus a lot more on the moms and women with this because it tends to be, there's more of a, more of a challenge because of the women who have children. No matter how you have a child, there are lots of things that happen to your body that change. And so tell me about like, your experience with with training and like what your thoughts are with having the evolution of what you've gone through with your training leading to where you are now. Yeah. So I became a coach, a, a, just a personal trainer here in the summer of 2020. And the more I learned about uh, women and fitness, because I sort of always leaned towards you know, pregnant women and postpartum women, because I was, I was in it, you know, we we had a two and a four year old at that time. Um, and I was learning more about my body and fitness and getting stronger and things like that. And the more I learned, the more I was like reading things that I'm like, wait, that happens to me. Like what? Uh, like, 
pain during my cycle. Um, uh, jumping jacks. Yes. A little like, bit like peeing during jumping jacks, a little bit of leaking during certain activities. I never had a huge problem with that. I know that a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, that wasn't specifically mine. Mine was more like the discomfort and the pain, um, at certain times in my cycle that I kind of just thought were normal or like I just kind of dealt with them. But the more I read about and learned about the pelvic floor, I realized that those things are, they were related to a pelvic floor dysfunction. So that's kind of where I steered my specialty, um, was kind of just out of personal experience. Um, and wanting to fix it for myself and help other people to fix that for themselves too. Yeah. I mean, mean, it's so cool because I've learned more and I think all of us as a team have learned more about people who are, um, you know, for example, one of our, one of our virtual members, who's a mom of two, who was an avid runner. She had like lower back pain for a very long time and was dealing with it for so long and it improved with the strength training and it improved with the focusing more on movements and stability instead of just workouts, right? And that's one thing that Nick and I talked about in the previous season of the Bent on Better podcast is reframing your mindset from looking at it as a doing a workout to doing it as a training session. And there's a lot more that comes with a training session that adds resiliency to your body and the capacity for workload and all these different things and benefits that come that people don't even necessarily notice. But for this individual mom that we're talking about, she was dealing with this lower back pain for a while and it got better and it improved, but it didn't go away. And it wasn't until you sat down and talked to her and like a one-on-one. And so like, what, like what happened with that? So a lot of the things that we do here at Bent on Better as a, as a whole is we want to keep people out of pain, out of discomfort while they're lifting and also when they're recovering. So if they realize like a couple of days after doing deadlifts, like, oh, my lower back hurts. We troubleshoot things with stretches. We trouble, we troubleshoot things with, with their form, um, and the things that are actually happening in front of us. And a lot of times we're able to kind of correct those things and fix them. And, um, it's usually a mechanical issue. Yeah. It's usually, yeah. it's usually something that we can fix. Yeah. And if we can't, I kind of feel like before I, before I got here and before I kind of shared this specialty with everyone, I don't really know what you guys did before then. Like it was just kind of, it wasn't on our radar. It wasn't, it wasn't what we were thinking about. It was something that we, we would troubleshoot and figure it out. And if we didn't know the answer, we would say, okay, it's time to go see a doctor. It's time to go see a specialist. So you send that person to probably like a general doctor, a family, you know, yeah. their family practitioner. And yeah. that doctor is pro- unfortunately probably told them like, stop lifting weights. Yeah. Right. Always. And maybe that's the answer, but I kind of came in with this, like, well, what if it's a pelvic floor thing, you know, because here's a brief anatomy lesson. So you have your core is, is this whole like canister thing. And the top is your diaphragm. The muscles in the, around the center are, you know, the six pack muscles, the muscles that connect to your spine. But at the bottom is your pelvic floor, which is a muscle that is trainable and it's, it, you can strengthen it. You can, um, you can control it. You can fatigue it. You can fatigue it. Um, and so if we, if we understand the pelvic floor and know what it is and know how to identify it and work on it and strengthen it and, and recognize when it's fatiguing, we can have this really functional core, which is the foundation for literally everything that we do in here. So once we kind of 
I don't know. I don't want to say that I was like the missing piece to our team, but it's kind of cool to have like, you know, Alicia is really good at like this, this athlete stuff. And, and Nick is really good at like the really technical, really teeny tiny stuff. You're really good at the, the big lifts and like doing those perfectly. And Molly is really good. She's also like Nick, like kind of really good at like the the technical stuff. And then I kind of come in as this, like, well, what about the pelvic floor kind of thing? So we've got like, we've got a really good team here of, of knowledge. And I'm not saying that we can fix everybody's problem, but, but, but as a whole, we've been able to keep a lot of people in different walks of life comfortable and out of pain, um, by kind of like putting all of our brains together and bouncing ideas off of each other. And it's really cool to see it in action. Yeah, it is. And it's really cool because we operate as a team. And if and if one of us isn't quite as strong in that area, we'll ref- we'll refer to the other one, and we kind of bounce each other's ideas off of each other and build from there. And I love it the most when we are able to troubleshoot things by working together as a team to figure out what we can help that one person with. And that's really what we do is is like we look at everything from an individualized approach because too many gyms right now, too many gyms, too many trainers, too many coaches, too many places are so focused on just giving people a workout and getting the burn calories. Mm-hmm. Like that is the that is everything, especially right now when the time of recording this, like we're we're like getting closer to like the warmer weather. And, um, so no matter what time this, you listen to this, no matter what time of the year it is, there's always going to be these external forces feeding in, right? These people on, I mean, Instagram, like we talked about this, how many ads you get, if you look up one thing, how many ads you get. So you, you scroll through, if you look up anything regarded in, in related to, to fitness or health or recovery or weight loss or fat loss or muscle building or any, anything, toning, tightening, whatever you look up, if you look up anything or click anything, you will get 10 more ads that are sent to you. And the cool, the the crazy part about these the marketing world is that more and more of the ads are looking more and more natural, so you don't know it's an ad. So that you're seeing things, and you think people are speaking to you directly. And unfortunately, for a lot of our members here, and a lot of other people in the world, everybody in the world who don't know this is like you have all these external forces that are feeding into you, thinking that you should be doing this, you should be doing that, you should be doing this, you should be doing that burning lots of calories with your workouts, getting ready for summer, getting ready for (laughs) summer, getting ready for the holidays, uh, doing this cleanse to help clean your liver, detox your kidneys and all these different things that they do naturally. And all these layers of what we, they're telling us what we need, but it's not, we need to look at everything as a fitness foundation. Are you properly moving? Are you moving? Uh, Are you moving? And then if you are, are you moving properly so that you're staying out of pain, so you're staying away from the things that have caused injuries or pains in the past? And are you progressing in a way that is consistent for you enough to sustain it for a long period of time? Mm-hmm. Those are the real questions that people need to be asking because if you're not asking those questions and you're just going through the motions, you are sure, surely going to hit a point of failure or fatigue and it's going to be so devastating in your, in your personal life that you're not going to want to continue. And then that is when failure is truly an end game. Mm-hmm. So for people who are listening and watching and, and looking for that inspiration, I tell them, stop looking at everywhere else. Focus on one thing and give that thing at least three months, if not six or 12 months, before you make a decision of whether or not it's working. And let's be clear, I said whether or not it's working because it doesn't. it's not a matter of if it works or it doesn't work. It's if it's working for you mm-hmm. as a person where you are in this stage of your life. And that is where people, I think, get lost the most. Oh, absolutely. Right? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's definitely, you have to find something, like you said, that works for you 
right now? Does it make sense for you to be busting your ass at the gym five? Whoa, keep PG. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> Does it make sense for you to be working super, super hard six days of the week and just not really achieving anything, just kind of going through the motions and to burn the calories? Or are you spending, are you able to manage two or three really high quality days in the gym that makes sense with your schedule? You know, before your kids are up, um, while your spouse is on a, you know, at a lunch, a lunch meeting or something, you know, something, things like that, like make, make time for, for something that, that you can make time for. That's not an inconvenience that you're, you know, you're here and you're like, oh God, I have so many other things to do. Come in here, laser focus, quality workout. You're here for less than an hour and you know that you're getting something that is, that's, that's going to make you better. Yeah. Right. And if I can, I want to add this in here to, to wrap up this, this podcast. It's the way I look at strength training and the way I look at what we do here. And the analogy that I use is like this for most people, people can relate to this. You probably have a checking account, right? You have a checking account. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have a checking account and you have your investment portfolio. You put money into both of those, right? Mm-hmm. But one of these you use frequently and one of these you have for the future. And so with workouts, doing workouts, showing up to boot camp classes and things, if that works for you, that's great. And I tell people though, if you're looking at everything as a workout, that is like a checking account. You're going to go in, spend the, they can put money in and you're going to spend the money on that pizza. You're going to spend the money on the grocery. You're going to spend the money on here, but it's not giving back to you. It's just, it's in there and then it goes. Same thing with, so if you show up for a boot camp workout, you do your workout, wow, you feel amazing. Wow, do you have the endorphins rushing and the sweat dripping and the accomplishment of knowing that you just got this done. And it's so great for you right there. And that is great, you're right. It's fine, there's no problem with using your checking account. You have to use your checking account to make purchases, to do these things in your life that allow for life to keep going. But the other side of it is your investment portfolio. That is something where it does not matter what the contribution is, it's the consistency of it that allows for it to compound. So with what we do here at Bent on Better and as strength training as a whole, we look at it as, are you showing up? That's making your deposit. It doesn't matter what you do from there, but if you're consistent in showing up, you're making a deposit. Some days it's gonna be a dollar. Some days it's gonna be $5. Some days it's gonna be a $100. Some days you might, have, you might have been feeling so good, you'll come in here and it's like 250 bucks you're putting into that investment <laughs> account. And that to equivalent, like, give you a comparison, that would be like showing up here on a PR week. And in that PR week being like, like personal record week, you come in here and you do your absolute best and at that, that one or two exercises that are set up for that day and you give it all you've got, that is like putting the $250 that you usually don't put into, into your bank account or into your investment portfolio. And that, that one time where you put all the energy in, of course you don't do $250 every single time. You get back to the 100, get back to the $10, whatever you got to do consistently that you continue to do because it will compound. And so that one time will allow for your body to hit new heights, to reach new uh, levels of, of progress that you may have not noticed it for yourself, which will then inspire change and action in your life and continue to move forward in that way. And so that every time after that, you're just making contributions, 
and it keeps compounding. And the benefit to all of this and the compound effect that happens for most people is, yes, weight loss, but more specifically, fat loss and getting rid of the unnecessary weight that we're carrying with us and then building resilience with our bodies, adding to our muscle, our skeletal muscles, and making our bodies healthier, fitter, stronger, more resilient, and giving ourselves the longevity that we deserve to live our lives in. Right. Yeah. And I think it's important to remember that a workout, well, a training session can start out at 250 and end at like a dollar. Right. Yeah. So this morning I came in and man, I was crushing it. I was crushing it. And then by the end I was like, man, I feel really tired. I'm just going to spend the next five minutes stretching and doing like mobility stuff. I didn't feel like, and, 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 you know, Nick isn't like, what are you doing over there? Like get to work. It's like, Oh, Lynn is recognizing right now that this is what her body wants. Mm-hmm. And I was tired. I was fatigued. And we were just joking during the nine o'clock session about, cause it was squat day, joking about squat breakfast and squat lunch, because you, you use a lot of energy on those days yeah. and I'm so hungry today. <laughs> yeah. So you, you wrote a check for $250. You gave it to the investment manager, Nick. Mm-hmm. And then he looked at it and he thought about it for a little while. And you see, you know what? Actually, it's not quite, today's not the day I'm going to put that much in. I'm going to take back the 150. Yeah. I'm going to take back the, the 200 and just put 50 in. Yeah. And then that way, you know, you're still making a contribution. You're yeah. still growing that investment portfolio. That is your life and your health and your longevity and your resilience. But you did it and you recognize that and you gave yourself the permission to take back what you thought you were ready to give. Right. Which mm-hmm. is totally fine in that case. And I feel great about that. I don't feel guilty. I don't feel like I didn't do my workout. Right. I felt like I listened to what my body was doing. I knew that I wasn't going to be able to hold those kettlebells up anymore. So I put them down. Right. Yeah. Put them down. Yeah. And so with that, we're going to wrap this one up here. I think it's a good point to kind of wrap it up. And just by saying thanks so much for hanging out with us. If you are listening on any podcast platform or watching us on YouTube, wherever you are, when it's safe for you, give it a five-star rating, give it a thumbs up on YouTube, hit the subscribe button on the podcast. If you're listening on Spotify or on Apple podcasts, either one subscribe. So you know when the next episode comes out also on YouTube, subscribe. So you get the alerts for the next podcast. And of course, thumbs up five-star ratings and comment below. What do you do with your day? What kind of routine are you following? What are you challenging yourself with now? Or what contributions are you making? Are you making contributions to your investment portfolio or Are you just using your checking account day in and day out? Let us know. We want to hear. But for now, we're going to sign off from this new series, this new season of the Bent on Better podcast with Matt and Lynn April. So for now, we'll see you again next time. Bye. Bye.